Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Time for another half hour of Richmond's Morning News on News Radio WRVA. Good morning. My name is Gary Hess. Sitting in this morning for John Reed. John, uh, on another week of vacation, he is back next Monday. Uh, It is uh, definitely Monday, January the 8th, 2024. Still getting used to saying 2024. But uh, great to be with you on this Monday morning. And this Monday marks the week of the beginning of the 2024 General Assembly session and we want to kind of preview what's going to happen in this session or maybe what's not going to happen in this session and to do so we bring in longtime political analyst from Decide Smart uh, Bob Holsworth. Bob good to talk to you again how are you today happy new year. Uh, I'm doing well happy new year to you as well Gary. So uh, what are your expectations for this session? Let me put it this way, that, um, you know, by and large, there's going to be some legislation that the governor is going to propose that's going to go nowhere with the Democrats. There's going to be um, the exact same thing that will happen. The Democrats will pass some legislation that the governor will veto, and they won't be able to overturn it. There will, however, be a set of legislation that I think they will agree on. Um, Probably the most prominent thing there is uh, mental health. Um, by and large, I think you're going to see agreement on that. I see, think you're going to see a, agreement on how to deal um, with addiction and with issues like fentanyl, uh, where you both have Democrats and Republicans from urban and rural areas have similar interests. And there's probably always going to be some agreement on things like economic development and workforce development. But where they'll disagree is the governor wants to... Um, cut the income tax, but increase the sales tax. I don't see the Democrats agreeing to an across-the-board cut in the income tax or an increase in the sales tax. So basically, mental health and and drugs, addiction uh, drugs and and the scourge of fentanyl, which most people agree on anyway, that's where we're going to see the agreement. Other than that, is it all about putting forward what your agenda is and then blaming the other side for it not getting forward? Uh, you know, certainly there'll be some of that. What we've seen so far uh, in the uh, the run-up to the assembly 
is that both sides are talking about where they'll agree. They're talking about the fact that they recognize that there's um, a lot of places where they probably wouldn't agree, but they're going to focus on those areas of, of common interest. And they will for a while. But, it, but at the same time, we're going to see, uh, you know, clearly on the, the governor has proposed some major tax legislation. And by and large, uh, what was unusual about that is that he lost the election. If he had won the election, I think he'd have a much better chance than, um, you know, having, lo- having lost the election. Because this is a pretty big change to reduce the state income tax and, and at the same time uh, increase the sales tax. And my guess is that's going to have a lot of trouble. At the same time, the Democrats are going to propose some legislation on uh, what they consider uh, called gun safety legislation that the Republicans uh, are likely not to not to support. And it's unlikely that the governor would support that legislation. So, again, we're going to see some mix of agreement and stalemate here. And I guess the big question is, you know, is how do they get the budget when they really won't agree on the governor's tax plan? Uh, How far is he going to go in pressuring the Democrats? I was just getting ready to ask that exact question. The budget process is front and center. He's already kind of put his plan out there. And I know there were a lot of parts of that that were kind of non-starters on the Democratic side. How do you see the budget process playing out? Well, that's going to be the big question toward the end of the assembly. The, you know, my sense is that we've already seen the Senate Finance Committee chair, uh, Louise Lucas, say, you know, she's not going to necessarily support the tax cuts. The interesting feature about the budget as well is how is the um, the proposed plan to be, to bring the wizards and the capitals to Virginia going to play out? That on one hand, I think a lot of people want to do it. On the other hand, however, uh, it is going to require some subsidies, I believe, to Northern Virginia and Alexandria, and you have people from the other part of the state, other parts of the state, both Hampton Roads and uh, Southwest Virginia, saying, you know, we, we don't want to see only Alexandria benefited. You know, could the revenue be used to take off tolls in Hampton Roads? Could the revenue be used to help build roads in Southwest Virginia? That's going to, it's going to turn out to be more complicated than we thought at first there. Is that issue more geographical than ideological? I mean, you, I mean, what I'm saying is in terms of partisanship between Republicans and Democrats, is that a more geographical yeah, issue? You're exactly right, because here's the situation that the governor is proposing major uh, economic development or a major uh, plan to bring these sports teams to a city, Alexandria, where he got 24 percent of the vote. So it's not as if he's rewarding Republicans there. Uh, At the same time, people from around the rest of the state, Louise Lucas, as I mentioned, the Senate Finance Committee chair, says, well, if you're going to support this billionaire coming down from Washington, D.C., I want to see something happen that's positive for Hampton Roads. And at the same time, you know, there are some northern uh, southwest Virginia legislators who want to support the governor because they're Republican who are saying, well, this is a pretty tough vote for me unless I can get something out of it myself. We're talking to Bob Holsworth from Decide Smart, previewing the upcoming General Assembly session, which begins on Wednesday. 
What are some areas where you look for the Democrats to really push for legislation that's going to go nowhere at the governor's mansion? Well, well, certainly that's going to be with gun safety legislation. I think we probably see similar things with um, minimum wage legislation that they're going to propose. We will have to see whether or not uh, the Democrats support uh, any proposal that would uh, either reduce or uh, eliminate the right to work in Virginia. We haven't heard about that yet, but that's a possibility, too. None of that, I think, would be supported by the governor. Interestingly enough, however, Gary, the Democrats are going to propose a set of constitutional amendments putting into the Constitution protection for same-sex marriage, uh, abortion rights, and the automatic restoration of prisoner rights after they've served their time to put them on the ballot, which wouldn't occur until 2026. But that vote will not require the governor's approval. And so you can see on those constitutional amendments, the Democrats can propose them and support them, put Republicans on record, and at the same time, not require the approval of the governor. The Constitution, what are the, for those that are the uninitiated, break down the process when you're doing a constitutional amendment. How does Boy, it pass that, and what happens then? That's so complicated, but here, here's the brief, the, the, the brief on, uh, on it. That what would have to occur is that that would have to be passed by two separate um, General Assembly sessions. So it would have to be passed in 2023, would have to be passed in 2024, 2025. And what also has to occur, as they say, there has to be an intervening uh, election as well. So, But that wouldn't occur until 2026. So the Democrats could put them... Uh, could start the process of putting them on the ballot now because what they want to do is they want to ensure that the rep- they can they could use these in an election in 2025 the the, the gubernatorial election and and the house and house elections even though they wouldn't go on the ballot till 2026 the gov- the session kicks off on Wednesday and uh, the governor has his state of the commonwealth address is that important at all from a tone-setting standpoint, or is this just going to be more uh, political rhetoric? Well, I think it's going to be a little bit of both. Uh, there'll be political rhetoric, but the governor certainly has to recognize that he has to work with the Democrats because they control both houses now. He'll talk about that. Um, but there, there's a little distrust there. So right now what we're seeing is the rhetoric on both sides is conciliatory but get below that, just a little bit below the surface, and there's not a lot of trust. You know, one other thing I would mention, Gary, there's going to be a couple of very interesting um, set of bills on uh, gambling that we uh, haven't quite seen recently. But, you know, for one, we're probably likely to see an effort to put a casino referendum on the ballot in Petersburg. And then secondly, What's going to happen with all those skill machines? They've been turned off now, but if you go uh, in the Richmond area to almost any convenience store, those machines are still there. And the, uh, the, the skill machine operators and the stores that have them, they're going to come back to the legislature and ask them to let them turn back those machines if there's an agreement on how much dollars the state could get 
uh, how much tax the state could get from those machines being in play again. It's going to be a fascinating session. Before I let you go, uh, give me a guesstimate as an expert. I won't hold you to it. What percentage of bills passed by this General Assembly do you think will end up getting vetoed? Oh, I, I think it's going to be relatively small because there's a ton of legislation that no one pays much attention to that is bipartisan. But I, I would expect we're going to see five or ten vetoes of uh, important or, or legislation that the Democrats agree to, that the Republicans, uh, the governor simply won't agree to. Basically, I think those are going to be focused on on guns and they're going to be focused on on issues such as minimum wage or if we see legislation on right to work. Before I let you go, very quickly, do you expect a change in approach or tone from the Republicans after the results of last year? Not sure. I, I really expect a, a, a change in the tone. The question is whether or not that change in the tone will impact uh, some of these other some some of the priorities that the governor has put forward. As I said, there are some priorities the governor's put forward that are going to clearly be bipartisan. There's going to be a lot of agreement, but that budget the governor put forward, um, we're going to see a lot of complaints about the Democrats from the Democrats that it doesn't fund enough K-12 education. And I just can't believe that having won the election, the Democrats are going to agree to a, a, a relatively large uh, tax reform effort that reduces the income tax but increases the sales tax. Great stuff as always. Great talking to you. Be well, and we'll talk soon. Have a great day, Barry. Uh, yep, Barry. Take care. Bob Holdsworth from Decide Smart. You're listening to News Radio WRBA. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.